And listen, I love Pearl Jam, but like, tell me, tell me the lyrics to most Pearl Jam songs, okay? It's that one song where he's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A lot's happened since yesterday. We have fucking returned to a lot's happened since yesterday. And my friends, I am excited to once again talk to our next guest. My name is Cody Walker. My name is Ralph Busso, and our guest today is Vic Ritchie from the band Any Given Sin. And if you have not listened to their music, you are missing out on some quality hard rock. It's it's badass, dude. These guys are serious contenders for the the title. (laughs) (laughs) Vic, my brother, how have you been? How are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. It's good to be here again. Uh, Always enjoy talking to you guys. Hell yeah, brother. Get into it. Hell yes. Okay, I'm gonna get right off started because the last time we spoke to you, you had mentioned this, and now you're back. Steel Panther, you guys just got off the fucking road. How'd it go? (laughs) (laughs) Great, man. I, I love touring with those guys. They're really awesome dudes. Uh, yeah, they gave us a lot of advice, a lot of mentorship, and we had just good times. And uh, what I loved about their tour is like it's just about having fun and making the crowd have fun. And it, it was just really low stress, kind of just enjoy yourself. You know what I mean? So yeah, it was great. Dude, I gotta ask you, how do you deal with um, the fans, like the the hardcore fans? Because I know you get that. I know you have to. I, 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 on a side note, on a personal level, front man to front man, <laughs> uh, let me know how you deal with it. Because I know you get, you guys are, you know, all over the radio. So I know you guys are getting like, and you guys are doing tours and stuff like that. So I know you guys have some fans that are like way out there. You know what I mean? And I, and I love them. Don't get me wrong. I'm with them. Well, too. we, we all love them, but, but we all know who they are too. And you know, everybody back there who's watching, you know who you are. Don't fret. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Absolutely. so how do you, how do you deal with that, brother? How do you deal with the social media and all that other stuff? Wow. Well, like, so me personally, I've never been that big of a social media guy, like teach their own, just me. I, I just, I, it's hard for me to do. I like to be, in front of somebody, you know what I mean? Like it, nothing, one of my favorite things to do is to talk to people after a show. Like I, okay. I really like doing that. And, and, and you, you might get people uh, like you're talking about, but I'm always reminded of the 80, 20 rule, like 20% <laughs> of your clientele brings you 80% of your business. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. it, it's like you, you have a hardcore fan, but that's amazing to have, yeah. you know what I mean? At the that's same true. time. So it, it's true. like, yes, there, there are people in any, the nicest way I can put this sometimes can be overwhelming, but they're overwhelming because they like your shit so much. It's like, you just kind of have to go like, you know what? That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's and such a fun. great perspective. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you heard, that's just how I feel. You heard it here, folks. Vic Ritchie giving his perspective on fans that can get a little bit overwhelming at times that's so cool though because the fact that you appreciate them for that and that you overlook the fact that sometimes it can be a little overwhelming because so a lot of people don't understand that there's a lot involved in what we do 
You know what I mean? It's you got to prep for the show. You got to be ready. You got to be on point. You know, maybe you're not feeling good that night and you got to figure out a way to step it up and go and put on a performance that people are going to remember. And there's just a lot of pressure in the industry, a lot of pressure in the business. And uh, Vic, Vic knows this more than most people, and he's very honest about it. And that's why I love having Vic on the show, not just because I admire him as a performer, but also because he's so honest. And that's cool, dude. That's got to be refreshing to your fans. I think so. I think when you're talking to them after a show, I think they're probably like, man, this guy is the coolest fucking dude. You know what I mean? And that, I, hope, that, I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I believe that. I believe that for sure. I I feel that way, at least. You know what I mean? So I, I think other people feel that way as well. And that's very cool, dude. I think that that's that says a lot about where you guys are going. I think you guys are going straight up to the top. Hell yes. Dude. So hell yes. Uh, well, when you guys get yeah. done with the show, like do you do you guys set like an allotted time for like meet and greets or do you just say fuck it and just go hang out and party when you're done? And, and <laughs> that's a good, I, I mean, that's a good it's, question. It's some of that. I, I mean, you, obviously you gotta get your gear off stage. You know, there's, there's admin oh, yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I yeah. Mean? You still got to work when you're done performing, of course. Yeah. Right. So, so, but yeah, we try to get over the merch booths or get out in the crowd, assuming that's, that's a possibility in the venue we're at or how it works um, as soon as possible. Cause uh, and my, my motto is if, if you're in front of the merch booth, people are going to come up and talk to you. They might feel like they want to buy something. Yeah. So, yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's, it, it's kind of a win-win for everybody, you know, uh, in a sense, but, but even if nobody buys anything, like I just like talking to somebody. Cause I think if you do, then they remember that experience with you, you know, they have right. a personal experience with you yeah, and right. then they have something personal with maybe the music, you know what I mean? Too. Facts, so. facts. And that's so important too. Cause a lot of, I mean, shit, at least in my experience, a lot of the bands we used to talk to back in the day in the LA scene, it would be about, you know, we're done playing, get your shit, let's go home. Or let's just sit, you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, and you, you, if you're not making that connection, you're, you're losing it in a big, bad yeah. way. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, what, let's talk about something on the side real quick. Um, what is the main thing that keeps a band like your band, who is obviously doing fairly well, playing shows, touring, doing festivals, getting played on the radio all over the place, getting a lot of love on Octane. Um, what is the main way that you guys are able to keep yourself sustained? Um, so pretty much we all have at least some sort of day job on the side, uh, being a, even at the level we're at or whatever, it, it's, it, there's not a lot of money in it per se. Success doesn't always equal financial success. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, like, like this is a, this is a business like any other business. Most small businesses and startups will spend years, uh, being in the red, uh, before they're in the black. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah. So there's, there's a, there's a period that you have to just, you have to love doing this because it is just as hard starting this as it is any business or anything else. And you're just going to have to have a period. You have to put your heart and soul into it. And you're just not going to make the money that you might think that you should at that point in time. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and, that's, and that's, that's just how it is. Uh, back to the honesty thing. Like it's just, <laughs> you have to build this for years, no matter what you think is going on. Like it, it's, it just takes time. And uh, it's not that you're not successful if you're not making a bunch of money off the, off the bat or something like that. Yeah. If you're not in a mansion at the end of your first year, 
you know, it's not that you're not successful or not moving forward and not moving the ball forward. You know what I mean? It's just right. all these things take time and, and you have to build things. Um, but, but yeah, so we're, we make money off of this band, but we also need to sustain ourselves in some way too mm. when we're not touring and we're not doing actively doing the thing that we're doing. Right. You know right. I mean? Well, and plus yeah. you got, I mean, I, you know, and I'm sure, I don't know, you know, I'm not, I'm, I don't know your guys' exact situation, but you know, there's also the chunk of time where you go, dude, we played this show. Fuck yeah, we made X amount of money. What do we do? You put that shit back into merch expenses and you Absolutely. back into touring expenses and now you guys broke even, but your band moved forward. You right. know? Hey, if you ever watch Shark Tank, one of the things they always say to somebody is like, why are you taking all this money for yourself and not putting it back in your business? Yes. And then they're like, I don't I don't want to deal with you because you're not putting it back into your business. Right. Uh, you're not going for the next step. And so that shows me you don't, you, you are fine with stagnation. Yeah. And so it's like, that's kind of where you are, like any other startup or anything you do. It really is yeah. a, it really is a tough pill to swallow too. Cause you have that money yeah. and you're like, fuck yeah, we did it. <laughs> Shit. We got to buy more t-shirts or we got to fucking put gas in the car. Yeah. And it. Yeah. Gas prices are com coming up too. Uh, and, and, and they're getting ridiculous, honestly. So yeah. it's just, this is going to affect musicians. So, I mean, I guess part of why I talk about this is I want to let the fans know that we love you, but we need a little bit of help here and there. We need your support on some levels. You know what I mean? Because it, it, not a lot. We're not asking you to, like, you know, we're not quarter beggars. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's yeah. like, we like the band, come buy the t shirt. If yes, you like exactly. the band, come buy the yeah. t shirt, maybe get a yeah. necklace or something like that. You know what I mean? But, anyways, uh, these guys. Any Given Sin is the great band. You guys should be following them. You guys should be supporting them. If you go see them live and they're, they're, they're doing their best to push during this weird time that we live in with uh, the, the whole COVID-19 and all that shit. These guys are uh, like really, let, let's talk about that. Vic. What, what, what's the, what's the next thing that you guys are going to do? What, what, well, we we have this tour uh, coming up in June, June 3rd to the 21st okay. uh, with Charmin's Harvest and Crowbot. It's going to be from New Hampshire, basically, to Colorado. Please check it out. Look on our Facebook or Shaman's Harvest and Crowbots there. Tickets are available. Uh, we'll see you out there. I will help you do. Links in the um, description, people. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and then uh, we, we're going to have an album coming out later this year. Uh, definitely another single before that. Uh, I wish I had dates. <laughs> I don't yet. Um, and when I do, you'll be the first to know everybody. Okay. How, um, can we, can we, can I ask how many songs are going to be on this album? Yeah, we're looking at, um, probably 11 or 12, perhaps 12, but definitely 11. Okay. Right, Hell cool. yes. Well, we're talking album. Like, I'm not going to get into details. Obviously you, you got to hold on, hold off on that. But creatively when you guys are working on a song I, I i asked this question previously to another guest and i just thought that's a that's something i want to suss out if you guys are at a stalemate creatively do you guys have a system as a band for who makes the final call or how mm -hmm. you're writing Great a song question. and somebody goes i like Great this question. somebody goes Great. i like this and they're all solid ideas but they're just not nobody's vibe yet how do you guys mm -hmm. navigate Wait, that yeah. Uh, this wasn't planned, but I, but this is just kind of happened organically. We, we kind of compartmentalize it. Like uh, for myself, the guys kind of know that it's really important to me to like write the lyrics and write the lyrical melodies is uh, for the most part. So when it comes to that, I kind of have the authority when it comes to certain musical parts, then 
they might have the authority based on their own instruments that they play. You know what I mean? So, yeah, right. uh, and that's kind of, that this was a plan. It's just, it just kind of how it's happened uh, over time. Um, but, but it, it seemed to work out. Nobody's ever unhappy with any decision that anybody you know, ends up making in right. the end. So it's all do you, out. Do you guys ever, do you guys ever try to like, uh, I guess, the, I guess inspire would be the word. Do you guys ever try to inspire each other with, like ideas like oh, does yeah. your does your guitar player come up to you and go dude what if you what if you did this you know what i mean yeah. instead of doing that does that happen yeah okay yeah. mike well, connor would laugh at you right now because uh, 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 our guitar player he'd be like yo dude i've came up with a million lyrics but that dude will sit there and take them and then he'll come up with something that's completely different than what i said it's only because he said that that i come up with that with what what i thought you know what i mean like, it's not what he said at all. So it's like, it's not yeah, technically like, his lyric, but it's his lyric. Right. Like, like, the only reason I came up with what I thought is because he said this thing that was totally different. <laughs> it's like, it, it's, it's kind of interesting how, so, how it works. So, so Mike's sitting back there, you're writing this song, and he's, you're like, man, that's a good line. And he's back there going, you're fucking welcome, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In a sense. It's like, it's not my line, but like, oh, I know man. where you got that line. <laughs> you, you guys... If only if only you people out there understood what's going on here. We're talking band shit. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Anybody in a band this right is, now goes, I get it. I fucking get this. Yeah. Who, Everybody who is else usually is like, huh? the, um, who's usually the <laughs> proponent of the new song idea? Is it a riff? Does, does Mike hit, hit you with a riff? Do you come up with a melody line and go, I have this idea and you guys kind of jive with it? Like, what's, it, what's the catalyst? It's kind of all the above. Like, like, it happens so many different ways. It's... it's uh... I'd say, generally speaking, we we start out. There might be a riff to inspire some vocal content, and then we roll heavily off the vocal content, uh, like oh, a melody okay. or something like that. Yeah, and then start drafting music under it. I can see that because that. the lyrics and the melody that you would write would kind of dictate the mood that the song would go down. Sure, so. sure. That's that's probably going to be the for most songs. It's going to be the standout element. You yeah. know what I mean for the yeah. for the most part. Yeah, uh, that's not every song. You know, some songs aren't vocally driven; they're more musically driven. That's that's fine too. But but I'd say generally speaking, yeah. Is there a plan? Is there a plan, Vic, for uh, a single? Do you already have one picked out? I I mean I have one picked out. Will that be the one we end up doing? Um, that's that's kind of a group decision. Uh, okay. Uh, we we all have kind of our our favorites, but I think I think it revolves around two right now. Um, at least within the band and our producers. So uh, of which one that might be. Uh, do you but, mind, do you mind if I ask you who you guys worked with production? Oh yeah. yeah. We, we've been working uh, pretty much this whole album um, with the exception of our very first single, which was dynamite, which we worked with Trevor Kustiak. But uh, this has all been done with, with Chris Dawson. Okay. Uh, at Aphonic Studios. Yeah. So you guys are still working with Chris. Okay, cool. Very cool. Chris and, 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 can you uh, yeah yeah can you share with our 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 I don't know if, uh, you know I'm sure you have a few uh, suggestions but can you share with our audience who he works with Chris Dawson yeah sure uh, so Chris was in um, a band called Seasons After if you you guys remember uh, their big hit was when um, especially was uh, their rendition of Cry Little Sister uh, oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah I remember yeah, that yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that was that was uh, 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 Chris's band. Um, he also works with uh, as part of that production team is Chris and Jimmy Beatty, 
um, he was also in Seasons After. He's the, uh, they were both the guitar players. Um, they did a lot of the writing for Seasons After, but they also have worked, they work with us, they work with Saul. Um, Saul. They work with a band called Etched in Embers. Um, I, I think that would be his most notable, notable groups at, at this point. Mm. Uh, but he, he is extremely talented. We are very lucky to have him. I feel like we got in the ground level with a producer that's going to be in hard rock and, and rock music for a very long time. So I, cool. I, I feel very, very fortunate cool. to be with him. Yeah. And you guys are, you guys are bandmates, buddies with, with Saul, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Absolutely, cool. Yeah. They've got some cool music, man. Yeah. Right yeah. on dude. So Chris does some good stuff and I've talked to Chris in the past. He's a very cool dude. So yes. that's very cool. I just wanted to know who, who produced your new record. Um, and I wanted to get like a little, like, you know, one of those things where it's like a, you know, a spoiler alert, you know, kind of, kind of thing. What, what your favorite song is on the record? Do you, yeah, do, dude. Do you mind? We can edit We're gonna this out. We're going to pick your brain you now. Want, you done bro. fucked up. <laughs> we, we, we can edit this out if you want, but I want to hear the name out of your mouth of the song that you think should be the first single. Can you do that for me, please, bro? So me personally, uh, if it doesn't have a singer, you have to wait for the album. But uh, me personally, it's, gonna, it's probably going to be a song called uh, "The War Within." It is the war with the song within. title. The war uh, that's, within. That's just for me. That's so cool. That's and so just, cool. And just, just before we move forward, you're allowed to say it like I can keep that in. You don't want me to edit that out. Oh, I don't. I don't care. It's okay. Okay. I just wanted to make so sure that, cool, that it wasn't a, like a. <laughs> I don't think I'm getting in trouble. Okay. That. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cool. That's awesome because this is awesome for us uh, for our content, dude. Yeah. Get to say. But not gonna lie, it's a, it's awesome for me. I'm fucking like I'm 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 legitimately a fucking fan of any given sin. So I'm just like yeah. fuck yeah, war within. Fuck so, yeah, dude. So am I, dude. <laughs> the war within. We're gonna put. You know what I mean? If you don't mind, we're gonna leak that out there. It's not. We're not leaking the song. We're just leaking the yeah, name. Yeah. 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 And that's the one that that Vic wants to be the first single. So that's really cool. Um, My opinion. Overall, um, I'm trying to think in comparison to like, I don't know, like Insidious. um, Is the new material heavier? Heavier. It's heavier. Is it heavier? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's heavier. (laughs) It's heavier. It's kind of a, it's kind of like a, not to give too much away before the movie comes out, you know. Something. Yeah, yeah, don't, the don't, yeah, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel but like no, one of those people no, at the at the fucking movie interviews where they're trying to get every ounce of Star Wars information from somebody. You're I'm like, yeah. if you were to before name the, the album, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a free speech song or something. I, I, I is the best I could put to it, like being vague enough to where it might be enticing still. <laughs> Oh, dude. Uh, I would, yeah, it's something. It's something along those lines. Um, so, is it a political song? I, I wouldn't say it's political. No, no, I, I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so. I think it's more of like an artistic free speech. Like we need to be able to express ourselves, things like that, kind of thing. Right, right, right. I, I, I don't put it in the realm of politics. I put it more in the realm of like what I believe. You know, like yeah. humanity more than politics. Yeah, it's it's um, it's more of an opinion. I think we touched on this the last time you were on. If you guys haven't watched that, get back and watch the shit with Vic. We've done some great stuff. But where do you usually pull your your lyrical inspiration from? Is it 
personal? Is it current current stuff? All of the above? I, I'd say a lot of stuff ends up personal somewhere. Um, a lot of the past stuff has definitely been personal. I would say like that song particularly is probably more like my opinion of the observation of things. You know what I mean? Like uh, how that'll, that'll roll out. But yeah, I, I'd say all the singles we have out are, are, are more personally driven. Yeah, absolutely. Right on. Uh, melodically, where do you draw your source from? I mean, um, I, I, that's a weird question. I get it. But um, everybody kind of draws their source, you know, singers, you know, front men. Um, and you're one of the best out there. Where do you draw that inspiration from when you're looking for a, a melody and you're looking, you're going, you know what? I've got these lyric ideas, but what kind of melody am I going to pull into this? Yeah. You know, where do you draw that from? Is that Chris Cornell or what, who, 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 who inspires you the most when you do that? It's, that's a really good question. And it's kind of hard to answer. I, I, uh, I'm into so many different types of music that I don't know. I can't, I don't know where one ends and one's begins sometimes. Um, no. You know what I'm saying? Like it, no. it's, it, I mean, it's definitely influenced, but, it, but it's hard for me to like draw a, a precise conclusion to like, who was that artist or something? It, it's, it's almost like there's a bag of tricks that I've heard. And, and then it's like, I, I just want to, whatever I thought was cool. I want to roll it into anything I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like right. try to, Reform it for for us or something, and I mean it could be anything from a hip hop, you know, hook to a a bluegrass riff. I don't I don't really care, you know what I mean. If it, it was cool, like we can we can yeah. roll with it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, I wish I had a better answer. Well, okay. Well, how about this one then? Do the mel does the melody dictate the lyrics, or does the ly lyrics dictate the melody? Uh, I think. All right. So this is a debate that I've had with Chris Dawson many times. <laughs> we don't we don't disagree we don't disagree per se but it's it's just a discussion we have which is more important lyric or melody and melody hits you before the lyrics you know the melody before you know the lyrics sure so true yeah is it more important maybe not but it is the first thing is the first impression that's that right. the thing that is going to happen first right so to me it's like it's like you can have a good melody and hook somebody and then if you have bad lyrics then they'll they'll realize it eventually <laughs> you know what I mean? You need you need both. Dude, but, you know what's funny? Just like you said though, um, what's in, what's the blues traveler song? Uh, uh that, that blues traveler song hook. Yeah, he yeah, does uh, it. If you listen to those, it's one of the most brilliant songs because he yeah. says fucking nothing. He doesn't say anything. Yeah. He literally tells you. It doesn't matter what I say. And listen, I love Pearl Jam, but like tell me tell me the lyrics to most Pearl Jam songs, okay? It's that one song where he's like <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, you know, I love those guys, but you got to admit, man, there's some 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 of the lyrics are like sketchy to say the least. Yeah. It's like did you even actually write something or are you just scatting around? You well, know? what what if, the, well, for you personally, Vic, if you're writing a song like when you wrote The War Within, did you have the melody line first or did you write the lyrics down and go, okay, I, I need to fit these lyrics into it? Or do they kind of come hand in hand? Yeah. No, I do. I do it. The, nine times out of 10, I'll do it the opposite. It will be a, a melody first and then lyrics get fit to the melody. 
No, okay. Uh, that makes sense. Personally. Yeah. yeah, that makes um, sense. That to me seems like more the logical flow. You find what fits the song and then you just kind of mm-hmm. hum to it and put shit to it as you go. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then whatever the music ends up kind of metamorphosing to be is like, is what the lyrics end up needing to talk about. You know what I mean? Like, what's the feel that you're getting? And, exactly. and then we need to make sure the, the, the lyrics line up with that feel. You know what I mean? So That is such a great, that is such a great point, Vic. I mean, I can't say it enough. That is a great point because if the song has a certain feel to it already and you've come up with a vocal melody, just you're just humming that, whatever it is, you know what I mean? But once you go, okay, this is the feel of this song. This is what I'm going to express. And as a lyricist, you know, I have a lot of respect, dude because you know i'm a lyricist as well so i understand i i know good lyricists when i hear them and you're you're one of the best so that's that's cool brother i I mean it's great to get your perspective on how you write and that's awesome people listen up this is shit that you're not going to hear anywhere else you know what i mean people don't usually (laughs) talk about this kind of nonsense no nobody seems to care that might be our problem our music lovers who scare. I know, right? Uh, well, subscribe, like, hit the bell. Come on. We got Vic Ritchie from Any Given Sin on the show. Vic, what, what's the next step? What, what are you guys doing next? I know you're releasing a new album soon. Do you have a title for the album? Um, we do, but I haven't talked to the other guys if I should leak that yet. Okay, don't leak it. If you uh, don't, yeah, yeah, no. don't, yeah, don't worry yeah. about it. We're not trying to get you in trouble. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. I, I don't think it get me in trouble, but I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to jump the gun. Yeah. Okay. So, but you guys do have a, a title, right on? Yeah. We, we got title. We got artwork. Very got, cool. So you are done and in the can. You're just waiting for the official yeah. announcement. We are kind of in the final final stages. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's and exciting as shit, dude. New album name to be you know released soon. Great the field. title. Yeah. Revealed. Um, yeah. Chris Dawson uh, produced it. Very cool stuff, man. Um, these guys are getting ready to hit the road. Um, remind us again, Vic, who you're hitting the road with so we can get everybody excited about that. Absolutely. Um, so we'll be out. Uh, this is a short run, uh, June 3rd to June 21st. Um, please look it up. But we'll be out with Shaman's Harvest and Crowbot. Uh, Shaman's Harvest. Those guys Very are cool. And you guys are playing. Uh, you're getting. You're playing Colorado, Colorado dude. You're getting closer. We're getting yeah. closer. You, guys, you hit fucking Arizona or someplace around there. I am there. <laughs> We're moving, man. We're moving. Y'all you all need to come out closer to California. We'll be there. Yeah, fuck yeah. No, I'm down, bro. I, li- I like the whiskey, man. I, I'll be out to whiskey whenever we get a chance. Hell yeah, dude. Sure. Hell yeah. Um, Have you ever played more than the, uh, uh, any other what? California, like the Hollywood yeah, been, Strip? Uh, I've done, like, we did San Diego House of Blues. We did uh, down in Rochester, and I'm going to forget the name of the Civic Center right now. Um, gosh, I, yeah. How was your experience at the House of Blues? I, I, I dug it. I dug that House of Blues. Uh, it was a smaller one there in San Diego. Like at least the the main uh, stage hall was a little hmm. smaller, but it was it was a cool it was a cool joint. Um, you know, I think we went there in like the winter time, East Coast. So like it was fantastic to have yeah. like seventy five <laughs> degree weather. And, you know, yeah. at that point. But, <laughs> that's cool. So, have there been any standout I, venues? Just, 
that you've played? Yes, I'm. Jacody and me are in the same. Oh, sorry, brother. (laughs) I was no. I was gonna ask the same question, bro. What What's one of the favorite venues that you've played? gonna be a tough one um you know the whiskey's a really iconic place and it was cool to be like an east coast guy going all the way to the west coast to play a you know an iconic venue so so the west whiskey was was a cool one for me honestly like like i really 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 uh like the machine shop a lot i i really like um where's that that venue i i love the sound this is in uh uh flint michigan okay oh okay Um, so huge hard rock uh rock fans there um this may be the only I, i'm not gonna say it's the only one in flint michigan but it's it, it's another iconic place at least midwest uh as far as you look at a venue the crowds are really really awesome um i don't know it's like a little diamond in the rough you know what i mean like i just really like the, the venue it's just a cool experience people were really nice uh really cordial i i don't know I don't know what it is about it, but it just, I, I dug it a lot. But do certain venues do hold kind of a, a vibe to it? Like that they, there's an yeah. aura to them that some of them you walk in, you're like, okay, it's a club. And some of you walk in and there's just something about them that, that just yeah. kind of makes you take a step back and go, fuck yeah. it. I get that and, with the and whiskey. Like I, we, we played Kane's Ballroom, right? Uh, in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, you know, every major country music star from the 1920s to the current time has played there. You know, so you get to, there's, it's, it's hard to pick. So like, I, this one has so much history and this one was a really cool show that I got to do. And like, yeah. it, it's just, it's hard to, it's hard to choose. Yeah. Mm. Well, I got two last questions for you, Vic. Um, one, is there any turn ons or turn offs when it comes to uh, venues that you play? Like, you know, you're getting ready to perform and you want to put on a good show for your fans. Are there any turn-ons and turn-offs that you can talk about? Like something that immediately turns you on and goes, yeah, this is going to be a great show. Or a turn-off where you're like, oh, fuck, this is going to be a tough one. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, well, when you get in get in any venue and you see what the size of the stage is, that could be a turn-on or turn-off pretty much immediately. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what kind of room do I have? What? Uh, how can we do the stage production? Do we have enough room to do what we want to do? Like headbang like crazy and run across the station. Do I have that? Yeah. Right. So like, right. if I know I'm going to have a tiny stage, it's not a turn off, but it, it just, I know that it won't be as cool as it could have been. <laughs> so I always turn off or turn on. Um, a turn on would be, I get into a venue and if we're using a house sound guy, that dude's, chatty and he's talking he's like what do you need what do you want what do you want like, you know what i mean like i'm like yeah all right, yeah. Go fine. All right you know. yeah so i think that's i think that matters i, I think like the enthusiasm of the staff at hand kind of like that's so hell true. yes yeah <laughs> That's true. Uh, the guy's back there smoking a cigarette and yeah, coughing his brains out. You know? I'm deaf in one ear, bro. You know? It's like, exactly. it's like oh, shit. <laughs> Anyways, no, that's so cool to get that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Vic Ritchie giving us some honest answers to some questions that don't normally get asked. Uh, Any Given Sin, check them out. They got a new album coming soon. They're going on tour uh, very soon. And and uh, what dates are those again, bro? It's uh, June 3rd to the 21st. 
Okay, June 3rd to the 21st, make sure you catch Three these guys. Before. What area are you guys going to be touring in? So we're kind of going to be uh, more northern uh, U.S., uh, kind of New Hampshire, coming across all the way down to Colorado. Okay, uh, cool. Very cool. Very cool. Anything you want to plug, brother? Go for it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely check out the tour. Um, definitely keep in touch with our socials uh, and any other things. Um Related to any given sinks, we're going to be putting out an album soon and new singles, so we don't want you to miss it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. Vic, Richie, go support any given sin. God damn, these boys deserve it. They're going to take it, like Ralph said, all the way to the fucking top. They got the goods. They're the real fucking deal. New album coming soon. Make sure you check them out. Links are in the description. Go get them. Until next time, thank you for joining us. We love every single one of your goddamn faces. Keep coming back for good content. We're going to do some reactions with Vic as well, so make sure you go check those out. Go check out the other interviews with Vic. We've done a lot of shit with Vic. He, he's a brother. Until make next sure time. you check out Any Given Sin, guys. Any given I fucking mean, sin. If you're, if you're not checking them out, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you've got to listen to the music. You're going to be hooked immediately. I promise you. Become I a I sinner for the love of God. I am a sinner myself. Hell so. yes. Until next time. Horns up. Take care of each other. Take care of yourselves. Be good humans. Always fucking forward. Peace!